Awareness is like the sun. When it shines on things, they are transformed. Is a quote by Tick Not Han. Welcome back to episode 91 of Free to Just Be, the podcast living out loud by sharing that authenticity and honesty is always the best image. And around here, we seek truth, we speak truth, and we stand on truth, which is our rock, God Almighty. And this is your host, the Hippie Freak of the South, sending love, light, prayer, and high, high vibrations all around the planet, right into your direction. I hope my voice finds you all in great health with vibrant energy today and every day you wake up on this beautiful, beautiful globe called Earth. If my content resonates with y'all, please subscribe, like, review, and share, share, share to get the message that we can all be free to just be who we are out there little housekeeping i would love it if you not only left me a comment but that you would begin to share free to just be with your friends get this message out there yes indeed i also want to share that you have a message too and if you ever decide that you want to sit down and make a podcast just like the hippie freak of the south has there is no easier way to do it than the app called buzzsprout buzzsprout will get you up and rolling so quick it'll make your head spin and before long you'll be coming up to your hundredth i can't believe we're getting close to 100 episodes already if you would have told me that back in october I never would have believed you. So, Buzzsprout, the easy way to become a podcaster yourself. I highly, highly recommend it. Today, without further ado, I want to ask this question. Do you knee-jerk? Or do you consciously see Let's Let's talk about that. What did Thich Nhat Hanh say? Awareness is like the sun. When it shines on things, they're transformed. The thing is, we have been trained like Pavlov's dogs. We have been covered up with programs and all sorts of false beliefs so that oftentimes we do not pause and ponder, which is what Siva means. We don't consciously observe things. And we end up just doing what we've always done. What does the word knee-jerk mean? A knee-jerk is a quick reaction that doesn't allow you time to consider something carefully. And sila is quite the opposite. Sila is checking out something and just remaining calm. You've seen those shirts. Do this and remain calm. Do that and remain calm. 
that is ultimately what we as human beings want to get used to to doing to get away from being humans doing and get closer to the human being and a human being learns after time that sila is their best friend to become the observer you really have to not only get good at being silent which is something that the hippie freak had a hard time doing and most days i still struggle with but sila means to be quiet inside sila is telling the monkeys in your mind to take the back seat and it is what we want to get closer and closer to mastering to observing our own thoughts and actions and then in a conscious manner responding rather than having those knee-jerk reactions now knee-jerk reactions basically are it's it's kind of like breathing or digesting your food <laughs> it just automatically it's on you know the pilot mode it's it's where something is happening and you're not even aware that you're continuing to do the same thing over and over and over again i'll give you i'll give you two real life examples um in the same day of how i did both i had a knee-jerk reaction and i also had the the nice calm conscious sila reaction so yesterday i woke up and uh slowly threw my legs off to the side of my bed and shook them back and forth like i do to get the circulation going and it, it was dark in the bedroom you know because it's uh it was well before five it was probably like 10 after four in the morning and as i put my foot down i my we have no carpets in our bedroom but we each have a rug on either side of the bed so that when our feet hit the ground we hit this soft carpet and that way we can locate our slippers and get our day going well the hippie freak was rudely awakened by very cold wet feet my feet hit this rug and it wasn't just a damp rug it was like water on my feet and you know yes uh, my first thought was oh s-h-i-t and i thought well were the dogs locked in the bedroom and I, and I and i looked down and i could see water or liquid all the way almost to the end of my bed and i'm like oh no so we are preppers and we had 
we have some bottled water stored under our bed among lots of other things under there that are, you know, storage items. And I initially thought, I, I didn't react, I just calmly thought to myself, well, a couple of those bottles must have got punctured or whatever, and I, I'm going to need to pull those bottles out, not thinking that, you know, in my not fully awake state, not thinking that a couple of bottles of water could not have done that. About this time, as I begin moving around to the other side of my bed, I hear my son saying, Hey, what's going on in the kitchen? And now I'm awake, and I'm thinking, Oh, water. The kitchen is the opposite side of my bedroom. Uh-oh, I better go check out what's going on. And I come around to the other side of the wall, which is the kitchen, and I hear... But it, it sounded like a waterfall in my kitchen. Really, directly underneath my kitchen sink, there was a waterfall happening. Because the pipe, the inbound pipe to my kitchen sink had burst. And now the water, how long it was going, I don't know. Because there was water all the way clear out going towards the living room now. And my cupboards, which if you don't know, if you haven't been listening to Free to Just Be for a while, not six weeks ago, the hippie freak spent three weeks, it took me three weeks, to redo my kitchen, painting everything, including the inside and outside of those cabinets that were now filled with about six inches of water but i just i mean it was uncanny for the hippie freak to not have a knee-jerk reaction now we did jump into action right away uh my son i told my son to go out and turn the water off where where do you turn the water off i said just head outside call dad he'll tell you where so he's heading outside and i am grabbing as many towels and flannel sheets as I can to get this water sopped up. Not a knee-jerk reaction. Uh, we worked together as a team. We got the water turned off. And the update today is the uh, insurance adjuster and the water mitigators are coming today. They should be here in an hour or so. And uh, we will see what we pay house insurance for. Because, uh, yeah, we we may end up having to have our bottom cupboards that I so painstakingly painted replaced along with uh, some flooring as well. <laughs> so that was the first, the first part, but I was very conscious. I didn't freak out. I just calmly did what we needed to do. Now here comes, so that would qualify as a conscious SELA experience, okay? I didn't yell or scream or freak out or anything. I just dealt with the shit sandwich that was in my kitchen. Now, I had taken pictures of what was occurring 
five or six pictures. Here's what the water looks like here, knowing that I'm going to have to talk to my insurance company. But now, um, an hour into this event, I am having the same struggle that I had about six weeks ago as well with my phone. And that is I cannot call out and I cannot text anybody out. So now I'm on the phone with my phone carrier and the person who has routed me to a different department after having me go through all the simple troubleshooting things, you know, rebooting your phone, you know, you know how it is. And I will tell you flat out that the hippie freak of the South was freaking out. Okay. I was, I was like, I'm not going through this again. I spent 32 hours the last time and twice now as they try to transfer me they've dropped my call so that I have to get back in the queue and by the time this supervisor got on the phone I was having a massively knee jerky 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 reaction oh yes full of explicit words yelling and insisting that I was not hanging up the phone until I had a new phone in the mail to me right now. Oh yes. And yeah, I do have a brand new phone coming and uh, I will also get reimbursed for the time. And sometimes you just have to be assertive. Why are you bringing all this crap up? Hippie freak? Why? Because I want to remind you, humanity, we are going into the weekend again. And in just a few minutes, I'm going to be talking about yet another demonic harassing spirit. And I fully believe that we get harassed more on the weekends, on our downtime. And I want to bring up the knee-jerk reactor or the conscious Sila person because we get tested a whole lot on our downtime, on our weekends. Now, a knee-jerk reaction does not allow you the time to consider things carefully. Take, for example, your family. You are living in a household where, say there's five of you under the same roof. So that means there are five different perspectives, five different energy levels, five different magnetic fields, five different lenses that they're seeing the world through, five different consciousnesses. You might have somebody that is in the low 3D, low, low, low vibes. And then you might have somebody in your household that is bouncing off the walls with joy and peace and just wants to share it with everybody and three or four shades in between. Do you think that being fully conscious in that household is something very pertinent and very important to be aware of? 
Well, if, if you're not sure, I'm just letting you know that, yes, it makes a huge difference. If you're aware of how you respond, are you reacting immediately, immediately, immediately? Are you the type of person that, you know, as soon as somebody says something to you, you're, you're the one kicking and immediately saying, you know, it wasn't me and, and why are you saying that and reacting? You are like the nuclear reactor. You, you know, immediately take what any, any, anything that anybody says as directed to you and you're, you know, you're saying, what's that supposed to mean? And what are you talking about? And, and I didn't, I didn't do that or I didn't say that or, you know, the critical one, the, the one who wears their feelings on their sleeve, the one that believes that everything said and done is directly directed to them. You may be a knee jerker. Now, the reason that it's so important to try to identify this and try to turn yourself back around so that you're able to just stop in your tracks. You may have to have somebody you love get in cahoots with you. Hey babe, when you see me overreacting, can you you know, just say, hey, that you're doing it again, or whatever will not upset you. Work out a signal with your partner. <coughs> Excuse me. Or just decide this afternoon on your lunch break as you're listening to the hippie freak that you are going to observe yourself. Be the great observer. And when you immediately feel yourself, it, it may be the hindsight. You might have already kicked somebody in their chin because they poked your knee. <laughs> and, you know, that spontaneous, that's what a knee jerker does. They react spontaneously in the expected way. Does somebody in your household know that if they talk about money, they're immediately going to get an agitated reaction? Do you think money grows on trees? That would be a knee-jerk reaction. That would be somebody in your household that has seen this same reaction so many times that they know that if they talk about money in your presence, it's like the hammer on the knee and they're going to get kicked in the chin. Does that make sense? Observe yourself this weekend. Observe when somebody's speaking to you and you're already thinking in your head about what you want to say. And pause. Sela that moment. Turn that moment into an, a moment of observation. Wow. My husband's talking to me right now, but I'm already 
three or four paragraphs ahead of him because this is what I'm going to say. Wow. Wow. You might get that aha moment and you might have to say, well, I'm sorry, babe. I didn't hear what you were saying because I'm observing myself and I'm not liking what I'm seeing. Do you see what I'm saying? We need to practice this. This is literally what working out your salvation is. It's doing the work and it does take work. And unfortunately, we have all been sold an erroneous and in error way of thinking about our quote unquote salvation. Salvation is not simply, I'm sorry I've sinned, forgive me, let me come into your family, God, and then it's over. And then you have the golden ticket to heaven or, you know, to not go to hell or however you were presented that false ticket. The truth is, no, our job here on the planet the spiritual journey is getting back home inside to that eternal, everlasting flame, that consciousness, that the DNA that's flowing in you way down deep underneath your programs, underneath your false beliefs. And look, one of those things that you learned how to do is that knee-jerk reaction. It's automation. Yes, I just made the word up. We are on autopilot. Wake up this weekend. Notice when you're on automatic reaction time. Notice when your child asks you a question and you are automatically saying no. Why? Is it not possible to say yes? Do you see what I'm saying? Some things are so ingrained in us that we just do them over and over and over again. What direction do you put the toilet paper in? Consciously think before you speak. Consciously think before you act. Observe yourself. Come back into being that conscious, awake ponderer. Wow. My daughter just said XYZ. I wonder what she meant by that. How should I deal with this? Oh, she's sta staring at me. All right. Well, honey, um, give me a minute. I, I really need to think about that for a second, okay? And then do that. Dissect it. You have no responsibility to immediately react. I mean, obviously, if it's a moment of crisis, I'm, I'm not talking about those type of things. But nine and a half times out of ten, if we waited two or three seconds before doing, saying, or reacting, nine and a half times out of ten, we wouldn't have to do anything. And we would recognize how much smoother 
and how much more at peace we would be. But we have to get to the point where we notice, we observe the things that we do over and over and over again. And once you get to that place, then you can start deciding. Well, I really don't want to talk over people. And why do I talk over people? Well, because I was the baby of six kids. And if I wanted to get a word in edgewise, I had to talk fast and quick and get my statement in real quick. Otherwise, I never would be heard. Well, you're not at a table with six people right now. It's just you and your fellow employee. So let them speak for a minute. You might learn something from them. So no matter what it is that you're into this weekend, be the observer. Hang back a little. Learn how to see the things. Pause, ponder, think about them. Contemplate them. And I believe that by Monday, you'll realize, wow, I make mountains out of so many little tiny hills. I speak so many times when it's not even necessary to say a word. I do XYZ so rapidly, I wonder what would happen if I didn't do that. Start asking yourself these type of questions. And then drop in the programs become a whole lot easier. Be a self-observer this weekend. Observe everything that you do. Take the focus. Oh my gosh, your husband or wife will be so glad that you take the focus off of them. And you're going to focus on yourself. Before a word comes out of your mouth, before your hand reaches to go do something, before your foot heads in a certain direction, you're going to pause, you're going to ponder, and you're going to say to yourself, hmm, am I a, a knee-jerker? Or am I consciously doing some SELA work here? And see what happens. You might be pleasantly surprised. Or you might discover that you're a real freaking jerk. And that's okay. Because the only way to get from point A to point B is to know where point A is first. So be that observer and discover if you're a knee-jerker or you see the consciously. And I will be in your earbuds the next time.